0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And uh, today's podcast, by the way, is presented to you by Superbook Sports, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. If you're a parent, you might want to listen up. Also, another great reminder that this show is not meant for children. It is not meant for children. And as you find out what the topic is of this, you're going to understand. Because I'm going to be bursting bubbles right here, okay? So, spoil alert. Heads up. So, the reason why I say that is because last night, my nine-year-old son found out that the Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, and Santa Claus are... Yes, you heard me. They're fake. Yep, it's true. Look at me. Bursting bubbles all over the place. <laughs> Who would have known? Anyway, so yeah, it was, it was crazy. I'm putting my son to bed last night, and we're just shooting the shit. And he had lost the tooth a day or two before, and he had dropped it, and it was in like four pieces anyway my wife and I totally spaced out to swap it out and and give him money for it and then he and I are talking and somehow he says something about why he thought it was weird that this that the tooth fairy didn't come in and exchange his his tooth for some money whatever the hell I said he goes wait a minute hmm I don't think the tooth fairy's real. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Huh? Sure, it is. He's all, I think you're the tooth fairy. And I'm like, do you think I'm the tooth fairy? And he said, yeah, you are the tooth fairy. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I am. I am. I'm the tooth fairy. And so is your mom. He's also the tooth fairy isn't real that he's all that's crazy. And he starts laughing. He's all ha, 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 the tooth fairy isn't real. Ha, ha, you guys have been lying to me the whole time. Ha. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. this is going well. And then he stops a little bit and he goes, wait, if the tooth fairy isn't real, does that mean Santa Claus isn't real? He's like, and I'm like, do you think Santa Claus is real? And he said, I think Santa Claus isn't real, and I think you are Santa Claus. And I'm like, ah, yes, <laughs> shit. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, stop talking. And I call my wife, who's upstairs. And I was like, we have a code red, code red. The bully has figured it out. And she's like, okay, I'm coming down. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'm like, code red, hurry, hurry, code red. This is not a drill. You know, I don't want to say it too loudly because my daughter is in the house. She still believes. And I'm like, fuck. She comes downstairs. I was like, tell tell your mom what you just told me. He's like, you guys are the tooth fairy. And Santa Claus isn't real. And I'm like, oh, shit, man. He is taking this really fucking well, really well. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's true. She's all it's about time you figured it out. He's all, and he's just laughing and at some point one of us says' like you know we're basically pr- we've been pranking you and, and he's like, you guys have been pranking me because he loves to prank people. I was like, dude, I've been pranking you since you were a baby So ha gotcha And I guess in a sense that softened the blow. But what was fascinating one by the way, once my son figured out that there was no tooth fairy, this is my son for you he goes, okay. If you want me to keep keep this a secret from Arya, I need $10 for that tooth. i was like, you're not getting $10, and you will not try to bribe me. I do not negotiate with terrorists, son. Like, he even said it later. He's also, am I getting $10 for that tooth? I'm like, no! You're not getting $10 for a tooth just to keep a secret, you jerk. Anyway, so it's funny because... We sat there with him, and we're kind of going through all the lies. There's such a wide variety of lies that we as parents and as a society spin. It's bizarre when you really start to go through it. Obviously, collecting the teeth in exchange for money, that's just a a disgusting thing. And I even brought that up to my son, and I was just like, really think about what the tooth fairy is for a second, Jackson. Do you think that there's this like creepy little fairy thing that crawls into your room and finds your tooth that used to be in your face and goes, oh, yeah, look at this here tooth. And I'm going to give him money for it. Uh, I was like, what kind of sick thing would take somebody's tooth and then pay somebody for it? I was like, that's disgusting. It's disgusting. Uh, letters to Santa. This is what my son said. He's all, So those are a lie. So I've been, uh, you know, giving my letters to some rando. That's an actual quote from my son. <laughs> yes, it is. A few years back, we, we set up a security footage of Santa Claus as he was delivering toys to our house. It was a family member, and we got him a suit, and it was really cool. And then I presented that video to my kids. Guess what? Fake! That was us. He's like, oh, my God. Stockings, that's mom and I. Presents from Santa, yeah, mom and I. Oh, by the way, when you ask for an Xbox, that goes to us. And also, FYI, not happening. Not happening. Reindeer poop that you find outside. Yeah, you see the reindeer poop? That's not not actual reindeer poop. That's from your aunt. (laughs) She goes outside and poops everywhere, that aunt. No, it's just like chocolate stuff. That's why I ate it that one time. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, this reindeer poop is delicious. It's magical. Anyway, uh, Easter Bunny, you know, and he was just like, wait, the Easter Bunny is not real. He's like, that's so crazy. And I was like, yeah, really think about that, too. I was like, do you honestly think that there is a bunny rabbit out there that poops eggs and candy? And he's like, no, yeah. Yeah. Pretty dumb when you think about it. Right. All these things. Pretty fucking dumb. When I didn't say fucking. I was like, pretty fucking dumb when you think about it. All these things. There is no bunny out there that poops eggs. (laughs) Plus, he's like, hey, I I also noticed that you guys keep those plastic eggs in the crawl space. Those aren't from the Easter bunny. Those are from our crawl space. I'm like, yeah, shit. Yeah. Guess we were a little careless on that part. He did say he was mad because he thought that at one point he would have the opportunity to meet these entities at some point. He was hoping to catch them in the act and then just like meet them. And that's the one thing that he is kind of disappointed in. And he's like, oh, they're not, they're not real. But here's the thing, guys. As I go through all this, like he's been on the edge of this for years. And uh, we're always like, um, you you know, I what do you think, buddy? You're you sitting there kind of trying to, you know, lure him down the right path, but he they would always just go back to, nah, Santa's real. It's like they didn't want to. They knew that if they went down this other path, that it would lead them to something that they knew was true. So it it was crazy. Now, like I said, I have a daughter who's seven and while my son reacted better than I could have ever imagined, he, he discovered it 100% on his own. And he did the math in his mind and, and he took it as a fun thing. Whereas I feel like my daughter is going to be the opposite. Remember when I told you that I accidentally told her that, uh, leprechauns weren't real. I was putting her to bed. And she had read this book, like try to catch a leprechaun or something like that. And at the end, she was talking to me something about like leprechauns are scary. And I was just like, "Well, it's just a book. They're they're not real. Leprechauns aren't real." And I'm not even thinking that she thinks leprechauns are real. I'm just for whatever reason, I just didn't think that. I we as a family don't talk about leprechauns hardly ever. And she's like, "What?" I said, leprechauns aren't real. It's just a story just made up. It's just a fictional uh, thing. And she's like, they're not real. Leprechauns are real. And she cried for about five to 10 minutes. And I felt like the biggest asshole in the world because I'm like, no, they're not real. What kind of moron thinks that leprechauns are real? I didn't say it like that, but basically in her mind, that's what I was doing. I'm like, hey, dumbass. No, they're not real. Oh, I felt like such an asshole. So imagine what that's going to be like with something like Santa Claus and Tooth Fairy and Easter Bunny and who, whatever else we fucking lied about and I don't remember. And I have a feeling that we're just going to get blindsided by that. We're going to be like, oh, shit, we lied about that, too. Fuck. Damn it. So oh, crazy. That one I fear. I fear that. All right. So why do we as a society lie to our kids? I'll tell you why coming up next. But first. Root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. Whether it's a punter running out of the end zone or maybe your quarterback gets sacked in the end zone. Whatever it is, root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. So download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. The Great Outdoors is even greater at the Blake Street Tavern. Check out our 250-seat beer garden with a 6x10 big screen. Football never looks so good. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, so kind of recapping again like what we did in episode, way back in Episode 2. By the way, episode two was done in my garage. <laughs> I'm like staring at a, a, a box of drill bits as I did the episode. But I, I talked a lot about why we lie to our kids. And, and I, it is fascinating because now I, I'm in a household that has one kid that believes with all her heart. And I have another kid that has just discovered the truth about everything. And it is bizarre when you sit there and you're confronted by your child and go, okay, so why? Why do you guys lie about all these things? And it is kind of a hard answer because ultimately, it's something that we always tell our kids not to do. One, you shouldn't lie, but two, don't, don't lie or do something like that that's deceiving just because other people do it and that's what we've done. We've been lying to our kids because that's what everybody else does. I have a good friend who grew up I believe Christian and then his wife is Jewish. They don't believe in Santa Claus in the Jewish religion and she's like, I don't understand why you guys lie to your to the kids. It doesn't make sense and, and to be honest, it doesn't. Unless, unless you really kind of break it down of the origins of why we lie to kids. And it is kind of simple in a sense, but it's not something that you can really explain to your children until they're older, older. Like when they're 18, be like, this is, this is why we did it. If you haven't figured it out. One, it's cute. It's fucking adorable when they go and sit on Santa Claus's lap, assuming they don't have a meltdown and cry because you're just trying to force them to sit on some stranger's lap. My son never, never was happy about sitting on Santa's lap. I think there was one year where we tried it. That was the first year, and he fucking hated it. He cried. So every other year, whenever we would go visit Santa Claus, at the store, usually it was like Bass Pro Shop or something like that. And every time we did that, he would just stand next to him. He's like, I'm not going to sit on some old fucker's lap, which I was fine with. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, you don't know him. So you got the cuteness factor. It's it's neat to see kids believe in this magic, in this this thing that's not real, but they get lost in the fantasy. And that's neat. It is. As a parent, you're just like, oh, that's so fucking cute. They're so dumb. (laughs) They just believe everything you tell them. But the big reason why we lie to our kids in regards to Santa Claus and other things like that is control. And it's true. Maybe you didn't set out for that to be a factor, but it is... It is added to that equation. You may have started off saying, "I, yeah, we're going to tell them about Santa Claus and they're going to believe in Santa Claus, all this stuff. But one of the, the mm, side effects or one of the, the things that happens when you tell kids about that is you can use that to control your children. How? They're acting bad. They're not being nice to each other. They're being de- deceitful. Be like, guys, just got a phone call from Santa Claus. Um, you have moved to the naughty list. Oh, shit. I better be good because I want presents. <laughs> that's what it goes down to. A lot of it is control. And you can use that as a parent to help control your kids that are being little shits. And yes, that's true. It is true. If, if you don't use that as a tool, I'm opening your eyes then. Be like, guys, sometimes it works. So, sometimes it doesn't, especially when they're on the edge of like, I don't know if Santa Claus is real. Another add to the lie. We would say that like if there's any uh, smoke detector or anything like that, we're like, yeah, he has cameras in those. So everywhere you go, Santa Claus is always watching. Again, kind of a creepy thing to fucking put out there that Santa Claus is always watching. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been sleeping or whatever the fuck the thing is. It's creepy when you think about it. it. It's encouraging voyeurism. Like, it's okay to sit there and stalk people and watch them, especially when they sleep. It's fine. No, it's disgusting. I feel like we're really setting up a society of we've been doing this for years i'm just saying in some somebody's brain out there there's like well santa does it so why can't i (laughs) well that's disgusting (laughs) fucking creepers where this is (laughs) this is how creepers start is because of santa claus but but when you really stop and and think about A lot of, whether it's religion or it's these mythical creatures, it is to help with control. How do we control a group of people, however big, however small, into doing what we feel is right? Well, it's you do something like this. Santa Claus, if you're bad, you're not going to get presents. And the only way that works, by the way, as a parent is... You stick into your guns on that, and if they're bad, you don't get them shit. Hard thing to do, especially when you have grandparents, and then they unleash a whole shit ton of presents on them. But you get my point. So that's a way. It's the same thing with religion. When you start looking at religion, when they, when they attack other religions, it's so that they can try to boost their own numbers. And you look at paganism and how paganism is and and all that shit. And it's really not as bad as the the pictures that's been painted. It's because the uh, Catholicism was losing so much of their followers to paganism. They decided to demonize paganism uh, back in the day. And that's how they they tried to build back their numbers. Like, oh, that's that's, uh, uh, the devil's work. That's what that is. It's the same kind of concept. You're trying to control. You're trying to control everybody or uh, control a group of people with these little sprinkles of lies, with mixture of truth, and that's where like you get people. So that's kind of the thing. By the way, so I'm I'm like looking at one of the funniest ones in a sense is Krampus. Krampus is the the buddy of Santa Claus. So I, I Google Krampus and this is what shows up. I'm going to read from Wikipedia on this one. Krampus is a horned figure in central and Eastern Alpine folklore who during the Christmas season scares children who have misbehaved. He's essentially the bad cop, whereas Santa Claus is the good cop type of thing. So He assists Santa Claus or St. Nicholas. The pair visit children on the night of December 6th with St. Nicholas rewarding the well-behaved children with modest gifts such as oranges, dried fruit, walnuts, and chocolate, while the badly behaved ones only receive punishment from Krampus with birch rods. And basically, he just beats the shit out of the kids. That's how does that not scare kids into submission and be like, okay, okay, I'm gonna be good. I'm not gonna be a dick. If you're gonna be a dick, guess what happens? Krampus is coming for you and he's gonna beat the shit out of you. Fuck. I'll clean my room. I swear to God. <laughs> right? That's what we do. That's what we do as a society. If they're not listening, you better threaten them in some way. And that's how that's how we did it. That's how we do it. That's a great example. There's so many examples out there. And I again, I'm missing a bunch. I'm missing a bunch. It, it is so crazy. Like our neighbor, our neighbor, Jeff, from the day that uh, my my son was able to, you know, really walk and talk, my neighbor, Jeff, would tell him, hey, don't go in our garage. There's a beaver in there. <laughs> and my son believed it. And my son wouldn't go in the garage. He was scared to. It worked. The re- what we wanted was him not to go in the garage unless he was supervised. So that lie kept him safe from going into the garage and playing with something he's not supposed to. But then eventually my son figured out like anything Jeff says is probably a lie because <laughs> there ain't no beaver in the damn garage or is there? is there but that's the thing it it seems silly dude when you look at like what santa claus is it's pretty fucking silly and my son was figuring that shit out like i said before where he'd be like why how can santa claus come down here we don't have a fireplace then i'd be like oh he's magical and you know he does something else and he's just like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. And he, here's the thing a little tidbit about my son. My son loves to learn about how things work, mechanical. If he doesn't end up being an engineer, you know, or a mechanic or something like that, I'm going to be very surprised because he loves to figure out how things work. And he'll sit there and he just, and he's sitting there going, that, that doesn't make sense. There's really no, way for him to get in the house other than these like tiny, uh, vents on the, on the roof. But that's not big enough. I was like, well, he's magical. So he'll just turn into dust. And he's like, okay, okay. (laughs) I get it. But you see what I'm saying? Like he would slowly figure out the lies. And then eventually what happens is those, the lies are losing the effect for control. Because he he had so much doubt within the past year. It's just like, well, I'm going to call Santa Claus. And he's like, okay, call him. You call Santa Claus and you tell him, I am going to get presents no matter what. Okay? You tell him that. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, Dad. Go ahead and call him. I'm like, fuck, shit. It's calling my bluff. And I'll be like, hi, is this Santa Claus? Oh, he's busy. Oh, he is busy. Oh, he, he's he got IBS. <laughs> My son's like, what? He, uh, he's got a tummy ache. Oh, yeah. Been there. Been there. Get it. He uh, Tell him to call Scott back. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. You, you lucked out this time. You know, and we're always just lying. It's just fucking fascinating that we did this shit. And it's bizarre to be in this situation now. It, it's a whole new world. Um, as as a parent to have one kid that uh, believes and one kid that doesn't, and I was telling my wife this morning, I was like, you know, we don't get that many milestones anymore as as parents to observe of our kids when they're really little. Everything is a milestone. I have a buddy Renault who has a as a baby. Oh gosh, I think he's like six months old, little Mark, and like when they're little like that, there's milestones after milestones. They rolled over, they smiled, they, you know, started to crawl, they pulled themselves up, they said a word, you know, all these things. There's like milestone after milestone after milestone. And then once they get to about, I don't know, five, they don't really have milestones that much. And what happened with my son last night is it's a mental milestone that he reached. And thankfully, he took it in in a positive way, because to be honest, if to find out that you're, you've you been lied to, that could go either way, like you'd be pissed. And that's where I think my daughter's going to go. And it really scares the shit out of me because she's like, you fucking lie to me. My daughter doesn't cuss, but she has the attitude of somebody that curses, <laughs> Because she'll be like, you, she talks with her hands, her body, her head moves a lot when she's upset, and she is fully, fully aware of the words that come out of her mouth. So once she figures this out, she most likely is going to be upset and disappointed with her mom and I <laughs> for lying to her. And I, I'm scared of that. I am. Cause we we fucking lie all the time. Oh my god, poor kid. But hey, I I sent this out on Twitter last night, and I saw a bunch of you guys that uh, I know that there's one guy Adam, his son's six, and he feels like that his son is on the verge. Adam, I'll tell you this: I felt like when my son was six that he was on the verge too. But it's a matter of do do they wanna do they wanna fully admit it. And, and that was the thing. I think that my son could have maybe eventually put it all together by seven or so, but I don't think he wanted to. And that's the big thing. So it's like they, they're, they're right there. They know they're looking at that other direction, that other road to take. And they're like that, that one, I know eventually I'm going down that one, but I don't know if I want to. So don't be surprised if all of a sudden he either admits it or shit, man, he could go till he's like 12. Who knows? And that's the other conversation I had with my son, by the way, is like, you can't say anything to your friends at school because some of them still believe, some of them don't. And I was like, you are going to be a witness now to your sister and you get to be uh, experiencing the joy of like what an adult gets to do with somebody that young and believes is you can help add to the fantasy and just have fun with it and just help encourage your sister to be happy with with that fantasy so it's such a such a weird thing I, I if if we were to restart hit the restart button on society I would say get rid of that shit I don't I don't truly see the benefit of Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, other than to make corporations money. Because that's what it is. Like, that's that's it. And I know that's like, I'm a Scrooge for that. But I don't fully see the benefit other than... Because, like, think think about that for a second, guys. If we subtract Santa Claus from Christmas, what are you left with? A holiday that celebrates togetherness of your family and your loved ones and when you buy them a gift it just means a lot more i think it just you you sterilize christmas a little bit when you add santa claus to it and it just kind of ruins it but like if i don't know i think what the damage has been done it's so far along and you know society enough people will be like no you can't take away my christmas this is america i i think we would be better off not to have christmas and to not set up our children's lives with lies is it ruining them long term probably not probably not but i i just mm, eh. but i'm also one of those i i, I don't i don't really give a shit about it (laughs) i'm kind of a dick i don't care about it it's fun it's cute especially when they're super little you're like oh my god that's fucking adorable when they're like santa Santa, can i get a pony (laughs) and i'm looking at santa claus and be like you fucking tell her no no santa Uh uh-uh yeah, that's the other thing too. Like when like they're sitting on Santa's lap and they're like saying everything uh, that they want and be like, "You better choose your words wisely, Santa, because I ain't buying him no Xbox." You understand me? <laughs> I'll fucking whoop Santa's ass. I don't care, Santa Claus. I'll take you out back and choke you with your beard. That's that's a little too far. You don't choke Santa with a beard, no. <laughs> Put him in a chokehold, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You just don't shove a man's beard down his own throat. It's disgusting and rude. Very rude. <laughs> People are like, what? You attack Santa Claus? No, no. It's hypothetical. It, it I only would if he was like my kids were saying, Hey, can I get a pony? Can I get an Xbox? blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh, you got it. I'll put, I'll put the elves to work on it. Be like, I'm going to put the elves to work. I beat your ass. Oh, took me a second, but I got there. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. That's my life right now. It's very weird. Very weird. I'm like, so happy for my son for discovering this, but it's also like, ah, uh, the loss of that fantasy it, that it it's it's a bigger hole in me than I thought it would be. So it is a, a an interesting moment. And I didn't think I I don't know. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I like it, but then I don't like it. I don't know. Hey yeah. thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Blake Street Tavern. Again they're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. It's the Huff Uncensored. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.